everyone, and welcome to the Pounder Pride Podcast, a weekly podcast where we talk about current events and whatever we want, because it's our podcast for Central High School. I'm your host, Jake Johns, and today I'm here with Lorelai Humberg, our columnist for the Central Digest. Hi, guys. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I'll, I'll be better now. Yeah. So, Lorelai's kind of new to podcasting, and I mean, a lot of the Digest staff are, so just bear with us as we get through this. Um, but today, we're going to be talking about something that Lorelai has been recently watching. She's obsessed with it, and I'm just going to let you go ahead and talk about your little panda cam. Okay. So, recently, well, not really recently, my sophomore year, a lot of things were going around, like April the giraffe, and like her, like, baby and such and that was cool and all and i kind of really got into watching these animal cams so this year recently through like all the stress of senior year we know this it's it's difficult but very difficult very very, difficult very difficult so with like the stress of senior year it's really it's been really nice to like find something to kind of just take off like the pressure and just kind of relax you and i feel like the panda cam has just kind of given me that recently so i've been really obsessed with it almost to the point where i watch it like every day and the panda cam really is just i feel like i should give an explanation to it so like everyone kind of knows the panda cam is basically these cameras that are set up in zoos around the world and they just video these wild animals all day and you can just tune in to this live feed and just see what the animals are doing so i have one pulled up right now so this is the panda cam right yes yeah. so, so do you watch but i know you watch the cow cam which the cow cam i've watched with you and they had a little cow playing with the ball and it was it was really wonderful like they'll like skip and jump and it's just so cute but right now i'm really really liking the smithsonian national zoological park so you can find this by just googling panda cam and it's usually about the first or second result and like i said right now the panda is just walking around sitting down hanging out and it's really relaxing to just watch this wonderful animal hang out so i know you wrote a column about this um (laughs) so what inspired you to write your column about the panda cam i feel like i really get a lot out of watching the panda cam so i wanted other people to be able to experience like the calming and overall just nature and just excitement of it so they do like a lot of feel that I have when I'm like you know enjoying this and I really wanted everyone else at Central to be able to basically subscribe into this and be able to watch this and kind of get the same like calming feeling that I get from it so I think and I know like one thing that I really mentioned in my column which you guys totally should go read because it's, it's incredible it's available on the centraldigest.com yes very good but one thing that I really mentioned in there was how relaxing it is to watch these animals that have absolutely absolutely no understanding of all the horrible things that are happening in the world right now and they're just hanging out and doing their thing and living life as if nothing bothers them and it's just really really like calming to watch these animals just in utter peace just walking around and hanging out so it seems you know it's kind of unusual that that high school students like yourself have gotten into this and that's why I wanted to bring you on the podcast and have you talk about it because I mean you're like the really the first person that I know that religiously watches animal cams like religiously because like you have it on every single day (laughs) especially in stats you have it on every single day well most days but I understand how relaxing it can be and on the topic of animals I had read an article and you had mentioned it earlier how a man strangled a mountain lion with his bare hands (laughs) and i feel like 
just animal occurrences in general are just so popular nowadays because I feel like everyone needs kind of a break from like politics and like the crazy weather and just like everything and these animal stories are just getting crazier and crazier and that was like one of the reasons I brought up this mountain lion story to Jake was I was just like this man with his bare hands strangled this mountain like this is so crazy to think that somebody in their lifetime did that it's it's really insane and I'm gonna read a little bit from the article and it says on Monday February 4th a lone runner was taking on a trail just outside of Fort Collins Colorado so of course there's mountain lions in Colorado because at first we th I thought it was in Tennessee and I was like mm. there's a mountain lion in Tennessee hmm <laughs> not sure how I feel about that but he heard the guy heard something behind him and it says before he could finally turn around to see what was following him the man was attacked by the mountain lion um, and then he strangled him with his bare hands it says the runner then started to defend himself and eventually choke the predator to death which it sounds weird because I'm laughing at it but at the same time it's kind of ironic because usually those kind of predators are attacking other things but it's like plot twist you can't attack me and I don't know it's just it's, it, I think what it is is it's just so crazy to think that you know people like us without like weapons or anything like that which we're so used to using against these animals like we can actually like this man actually could take down such a aggressive and wild animal and I think that's why so many people are just like wowed by this story is you just usually don't hear things like that like it's usually sadly the other way around that you like hear a mountain things. lion killed the man like while yes. he was running and I also think, uh, this reminded me, so I love, like I said, I love hearing about wild animals getting in places they shouldn't be. And that has just like been, like I said, the whole animal trend is just continuing. But the one I remember last year, we actually had a wild bear in our neighborhood. Like like a like a black bear like in, in our neighborhood. Like in your backyard? In the backyard subdivision, like he was climbing over fences, eating the out of people's trash cans. That's in mm, broad daylight. I don't know how I feel about that because first of all, we're not in the mountains. So Exactly. <laughs> and it, and it, it just it's crazy when you think about it because you're because these animals are just you have to ask yourself like are we getting closer to them or are they getting closer to like, us? Like is this echo relocation or like what's like what's going on because like I've never heard of that. It's like I said it is it's a really big like thing right now. It's just like all these animal occurrences and you're just you're just sat wondering you're like when is the next time I'm gonna encounter a black bear in my backyard? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> on the next episode, we tackle whether or not we found a black bear in my backyard. <laughs> I just think that's that's really, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I would not want a black bear in my backyard. I feel like I would not go and attack it and strangle it like the man did to the mountain lion. But, however, that's just crazy. So that asks, that that brings up the question though, Jake, what would you do? If you encountered, <laughs> if a, I encountered a, a, a mountain lion or a black bear, whichever, because I know with bears, bear spray is typically what you're supposed to have, mm -hmm. but we're going in here, we're going in empty handed. So you so have, have your, nothing. you have nothing. I have the clothes on my and back. And you are against, yes. And you are against, let's go, let's go mountain lion. Cause black bears, you can, I mean, you're not really supposed to run, but like. You could run away from a black bear, I feel like. I think you could. I yeah, think you could. But mountain lions. They're a little big. Mountain lions differ. What What would you do? What would you um, do? Well, if you take a look at it, I mean, I feel like I would slowly walk away, you know? Like, hey, you don't see me. I'm going to keep walking this <laughs> way. I'm going to try and save myself because I'm not trying to come for you. So, like, let me just back out of the picture. Now, if the mountain lion tries to come for me, then we have a whole other issue because we know that mountain lion's going to like, and like it's going to jump across the field. And I'm going to be dead. I'm going to be like catnip in 2.3 seconds. So Yeah. And like that. 
it's very it's a weird situation to think about exactly. a very weird situation to think about so and i feel like it's weird for us because we are not those kind of people to be in those situations definitely but it's also really scary because a lot of the people that have been getting into these like wild animal situations were just in normal places or they were just hiking like it's not like crazy mountainous escapes that you would expect these animals to be in it's just like in your backyard like you don't expect a black bear to be in your backyard no. and like you don't expect somebody to be attacked by an animal like the guy was attacked by the mountain lion and that brings up another thing um i also read a story about a zookeeper i think she i think she was an intern at a zoo in north carolina it was her and one other person and they had went into the lion exhibit to actually feed the lions and something had happened and something was blocking the door and the lion actually came across and bit the zookeeper on the neck and oh like and it, it wasn't it was just one of the people too and apparently there was something blocking the door so that brings up the issue that brings up the question are zoos safe for zookeepers and like are these animals what are they doing to make sure that the people are safe from these animals you yeah. know and I, I feel like it also brings up you know the the argument like do we know how wild these animals are because they like, all look cute and cuddly from a distance exactly and in a sense like we when we imagine wild animals we think like um, lions in the plains you know in Africa in Africa and when we think of bears in the mountains but we usually don't think about these animals that we have kept in these zoos and they are just as dangerous and that that like i said that also brings up the question like these animals i think like one good thing that i was thinking of when we were kind of like developing like what we were going to talk about was the aquariums and things like that with like these giant whales and stuff like you've heard the stories of like the whales that are like dragging these people down mm -hmm. and you have to ask like when is it when is it going to come to the point where we stop putting these people in danger and stop putting these animals obviously in positions they don't want to be in yeah because i mean i feel like that's what's actually sparking them to do such acts it's because they, they feel scared i mean all animals are more scared of us than we are them and that also brings up the sense are they being cruel to the animals that's making them act in such a way like we don't we don't actually know what's going on i, I think that's just the main question to ask you know yeah and like it, it kind of makes me worry too because i like i watch these animal cams like at zoos and i watch these things but i'm always asking myself like how how do these animals feel like i i assume they're they're like hanging out and they're feeling good but you never know in reality i mean when you have situations like the lion for instance where they're just simply feeding it and then it mm -hmm. drags the zookeeper by the neck and kills her like you don't know necessarily like what they're feeling and that's why you have to be super super careful well that took a dark twist it really did panda cams <laughs> plot twist panda cams to um death by death mauling by mauling of a lion <laughs> yeah so yeah on well, the next episode, we talk about funerals. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I guess to kind of spin it back to the animal camp so that we don't get crazy talking about death by wild animal. Um, again, I'm just having this panda cam pulled up, hanging out, and currently this wonderful panda is searching for bamboo. And Jake, I don't know what it is about animals eating that is just so cute. And I think it's larger animals eating too that just really gets me. The panda is actually like sitting back, like a human being eating the bamboo and it, that's what makes it so pleasing is that 
you're just seeing these animals like in their natural habitat. I mean, it's not really natural if they're in a zoo, but like you but see them like on their enough. natural enough, like in their own instincts. Like he's just like gnawing on the bamboo like it's nothing. And it's just and like a couple weeks ago, I was watching and he was laying on his back and just shoving bamboo in his mouth, and it was the cutest thing. I think it's just also like these animals have no shame, and I think that's what also makes it so funny and just fun to watch in general is just seeing these animals hanging out and doing their own thing and they just don't care they don't have a care in the world they don't and like i think that's what's so pleasing for humans to watch animal camps is that you have that stress like the anti-stress sense because like it's kind of therapeutic if you think about it and it's kind of like in the sense of like therapy dogs like it's an animal and it's it's soothing so i feel like a lot of people like yourself turn to these animal camps as a way of stress relief you know especially in senior year like we said very very hard very difficult it's very <laughs> difficult and i mean you have to have some some sort of way of de-stressing and i feel like that's definitely what these animal camps are doing and not to get back off of topic but there was the whale found in the amazon rainforest was the amazon <gasps> that they found the yes, whale so what hold on let me see if i can find something on that because that's insane i totally forgot to look up that article but yes that was brought up the other day and we were joking yeah, so on CNN, it was world. seven hours ago, a dead humpback whale ended up in the mangrove forest in the Amazon located in Brazil. Um, that's crazy because like you don't think about a 26-foot whale ending up in the Amazon. The, the point is, is someone put it there to mess with everyone. There's no way well, it any says, other Well, it says the happens. whales come to the coast of Brazil to mate, typically spend their winters in Antarctica. So they're typically in Antarctica. But first of all, how does a whale that is from Antarctica end up in the Amazon rainforest dead? I Like, is it a, like, I don't I'm, understand. I'm telling you, someone put him there just to mess with everyone. So is this a it's conspiracy theory like, you're bringing up? This is, that is a somebody... conspiracy theory. Okay. I have a thing with conspiracy theories, and we will add this under the list. Yes. But that's crazy, though, when you think about it, is like, I mean, I'm sure there is a possible explanation as to why this whale ended up there, but I think it's more fun to think that somebody that somebody put it there to mess with good money to put this whale yeah, there. Yeah. So on the next episode, we teach you how to plant a whale in the Amazon rainforest <laughs> to mess with somebody. Um, Siri, how do I plant a whale in the Amazon? <laughs> let's actually let's ask Siri. What she? Let's see. Let's ask Siri. How do I plant a whale in the Amazon rainforest? Plant Here's what I plant. found on the web for how do I plant a whale. All right. So I have humpback whale hosta. Okay. <laughs> and I have agave, whatever that is. Whale's tongue agave. Apparently that's agave some sort of food. Agave is like a uh, yeah. It's an alternative for uh, vegans use it instead of using uh, honey. We use it sometimes. So um, that's horticulture. So we're eating whales now. On the next episode, we talk about cuisine. You're um, planning like eight episodes. I'm planning like in eight advance. episodes in one episode. So as surrounding animals too. So this is not just one podcast over animals. This is a whole docu series. It's an eight series podcast. It's a docu series. Well, we'll have a whole video on YouTube. We'll go investigate them in the Amazon rainforest as well. Um, That's crazy. But seriously though, okay, this is so off topic. But seriously though, whales like all their blubber and all that stuff can be used for a lot of things. Like all like you know you were saying like the agave or whatever from animals like yeah. Whales, I, I read an article a while ago about like all like the useful things they can be, you know, like they can be harvested 
listed for or whatever. So I wonder if they're going to do that with our wonderful whale in the rainforest. That's definitely we'll something have we'll have to look, look into. We'll have to like, look what are what... they going to do with the whale that they found in the Amazon rainforest? Because that's not something you see every day. A dead whale ends up on the coast of Brazil in a rainforest. It's not even on the coast of a beach. It's in a rainforest. How does mm. it get into a rainforest? Does it swim up the river? Because I know a whale cannot fit in a river. I mean, possibly. Maybe it So now, now you're coming up. <laughs> now it's the conspiracy his theory. Face, his face was dead. <laughs> so, so here's the real conspiracy. The real conspiracy theory. Can whales walk? <laughs> they can grow legs overnight. Grow legs and walk? Yeah, they're overnight. Mutants. So they're mutants. mutants okay, awesome. Yes. Mutant whale. That's what happened. But seriously, though, I kind of want to know what they're going to do with this whale. I mean, uh, are they going to throw it back in the ocean? Just kind of see what happens? I, I don't really know. I well, really don't know. Is this going to be the topic of your next column? Probably. What happened talk about to the, the whale in, in the, the middle Amazon. of the rainforest? <laughs> what happened to the whale in the Amazon rainforest? Definitely something we'll have to look into. Well, Lorelai, thank you for coming on the podcast today. You know, it was a crazy first episode. A crazy first episode. We went from panda cams to a dead animal in the Amazon rainforest, a whale. Oh, you have to specify a whale. Saying a whale. dead animal in the Amazon rainforest <laughs> does not give anything to how weird that story was. Gotcha. <laughs> Def- definitely a crazy episode. Um, some weird topics. But yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on. 